All right, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. With me, as always, Dylan. We're doing a recap show. This is the first one we've ever done. We've never done Sunday nights. We're here. We're here. It's 9 p.m. Eastern Sunday night after week one. Bloodbath this weekend. The I felt like this was the 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 weekend of blue balls. The, the weekend of almost massive hits, but not quite. But not a disaster yeah. weekend. It was just war all weekend. Whether it's college football, NFL, I mean, just beaten to death. And it was awesome having football on the TV again. It was back, and I, I went back and forth, Carter, with you, with, with the guys in the group chat, YouTube TV or not, because, you know, Spectrum just canceled everything. 100% worth it. Even having to pay extra on top of Spectrum, 100% worth it. So, it, yeah, you were right. Great weekend. Uh, a couple parlays lost by one leg. Heartbreaker. Heartbreakers in college. Uh, and then in football today, uh, you said you said it was a beatdown. I, I did pretty well. Raiders won. Uh what what else did I, I have? I finish I finished positive. I still finish positive, but like the Panthers losing, the Titans lost mm. for you. Then just main, mainly, I just want to apologize to the people. The Texas Tech play on Saturday put me in a blender. I I didn't go to bed till three a.m. Saturday night, just sitting there staring at my phone. Just how did this happen? How did this happen that Texas Tech didn't cover? Uh, but we'll be back next week. You know, NFL parlay didn't have a chance. That's fine. No. Anytime touchdown parlay didn't have a chance. The early games, real quick about the early games, they started off horribly, horribly. Mm-hmm. It was so slow. It was just the Niners beat down and then just like, just okay, here's a touchdown. 20 minutes later, another touchdown in another game. It was under central this morning. And I don't, I don't want to uh... – I don't want to upset anybody with with this take I'm, I'm about to rattle off here, but too many games today, too many games at one time. I uh, I'm sorry, I gotta have the buys because at one no, o'clock I was like, no. yeah, yeah, because at one o'clock I had the four games, and then you have red zone going on. I was checking my phone because there's four or five other games that I can't even watch that I just have to score watch. I didn't I didn't see a snap of Panthers Falcons. Oh, do I you not Sunday a, ticket? I do, but I have I have my big TV with quad box and then I have red zone on another screen and I still can't I can't see all the games so half the games I'm scoreboard watching on my phone and like I said no Panthers Falcons no Browns Bengals and there was one more I didn't watch a snap of 49ers Steelers which might have been a good thing but I'm just saying I, I like the buys I'm, I'm a fan of the buys because I don't I don't feel as overwhelmed I loved it. I loved it. I want to be <laughs> put me in the fire right away. I don't. I don't want. You know. I don't want to dip my toes in the pool. I want to belly flop in, and that's what I did today. Still finished <laughs> positive on the units. Uh, we actually called a lot on this weekend. Yeah. We called a lot. We're not going to recap any college football on this show. By the way, on these, so I should probably preface all this. We're not going to. Re- it's only NFL. We're going to recap week one NFL, and then we'll talk a little bit of the recaps on our Wednesday shows. Those will be an hour, hour long. Uh, these are going to be 20 to 25 minutes. So quick recaps, get it in. We're going to talk about it, and that's kind of what it is. But going back to our picks for this weekend, I mean, we said Cardinals, Commanders, that was stay away. We were like, just stay away, weird line, don't want anything to do with it. Of course, we knew what was happening. We read that Browns-Bengals line. Grant was so square, just fell right into the trap. Yep. Right in the trap. We knew ah, that Brown, the Browns line just screamed the Browns were winning that game especially when it closes a favorite. I said all week the Panthers. Uh, I, I, But still finishing positive units week one, you can never complain. 
That's what oh, I, that's no. what I have yeah. to tell myself. Even though I had a bunch of like close big close big misses. Yep, you you set yourself up for success. You don't uh you aren't over invested in the Sunday night game. I don't know I don't know about Monday night for you, but I'm not over invested in Monday night. It's almost like I can take the next couple days and start looking at week 2. By the way, Carter, I already have a few bets I like for week 2 that I have in already. Just saying. We'll close with early week 2 stuff at the end so we can get some closing line value trophies for ourselves. Um mm-hmm. Real quick, and, to, and tomorrow night in the Jets-Bills game, Garrett Wilson, anytime touchdown. I love that play, and that's kind of – I might just go Garrett Wilson <laughs> and, like, Josh Allen, anytime touchdown, and just have fun watching the game. Uh, real quick, let's do a recap. I'm going to do a quick recap of all the games. Uh, start off Panthers-Falcons. Panthers lose 10-24. to 24. Uh, The run game of – I mean, the Falcons were basically the armed forces, whether it's Air Force, Army, <laughs> or Navy. They were running the triple option on us. Quarterback three. The quarterback at the end of the first quarter had minus twelve yards passing, five for six throwing. Never seen that before in my life. Uh, one of the receptions was to himself. Uh, Panthers. Bryce Young did not look great today. The receiving core was terrible. Uh, a lot of question marks in Carolina. So we'll put that there. Can, Moving on, real can quick. I, Texans. Ravens. Ravens one twenty five nine. Very very boring game. What's up? I was going to offer a piece of a piece of solace for Panthers fans. You guys outgained Atlanta. You guys had the ball longer than Atlanta did. You guys just turned the ball over. So there's a little something to hold on to there. Is you you technically outperformed. You just turned the ball over. It's a little little something to grab at. Yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, well, I'll talk about it real quick. So Panthers Falcons super quick. I'm not that freaking out. I try not to overreact to week one. I have in the past when I see Sam Darnold go 3-0, and uh, and then I'm like, oh, the Panthers are going to make the playoffs. Or, you know, after week one last year, I'm, I, you just don't want to overreact. I saw some good. I saw a lot of bad, obviously. It's very easy to see the bad. A couple mistakes. If, I mean, if Miles Sanders doesn't fumble right there, if we don't throw the pick – the, the, we lost the game in the beginning when we when they went for it on fourth and one on the six and terrible play call. There's fixable stuff. I'm not too upset. Monday night home opener. Let's see what happens. That's kind of where my mm-hmm. head's at. The Falcons, I'm very low on the Falcons after today. Their run game's awesome, but that Desmond Ritter cannot throw the ball. I mean, it's bad. It is very, 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 <laughs> very bad. He is, I mean, he's going to have a Josh Rosen stat line every week. What can you say? You even outgained them on the ground, too, for how well they ran the ball. Positives, Carter, they're stacking up. I know. I know. I know, but it's hard. It's hard as a Panthers fan. Uh, I'm going to quickly run through all the games, and then we'll talk about the main ones. Uh, Texans-Ravens, like I said, Ravens 25-9. Very boring game. C.J. Stroud did not look great. Uh, Neither did Lamar Jackson. Browns-Bengals. We'll talk about that one for sure. Browns won 24 to 3. Niners 30 to 7. Niners blew them out. Penny Kenny Pickett looked terrible. Commanders Cardinals. Commanders won 20 to 16. I mean, gross all around. I mean, you you just gotta feel terrible about both of those teams after watching that game. Uh Buccaneers, Vikings. Blech. <laughs> Blech. Like of, we, you, that was that was another line. You saw it go down to like three and a half, four before kickoff. You're like, oh, the Buccaneers are going to win this game, aren't they? Uh, Jaguars, Colts, Jags win 31-21. Anthony Richardson was by far the best rookie quarterback today. He looked electric. He is going to be an electric factory all season. Just a fun Thursday night quarterback. Yeah, Thursday night fits pretty well. I, he had a rushing touchdown too, I think. Now, he did leave the end of yes, the game did. with some – some injury and uh, Gardner Minshew came in at the end. So we'll see if he's available for next week 
But I hope he is because he was pretty fun to watch, even though I had the Jags. Uh, Titan Saints, Saints won 16-15. Tannehill, man. Tannehill. What was that? Man. What was that out of Tannehill today? Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 real bad in Tennessee. Uh, Raiders Broncos Raiders won seventeen sixteen. What a sweat for you, Raiders money line big play this week. <laughs> sweat? Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh! I I was I was sitting comfy, Carter. I knew that was gonna come home all the way. Never a doubt. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins Dolphins Chargers funnest game of the, by far the best game of the day. Dolphins win thirty six thirty four. That was that was just amazing. Dolphins plus three. Maybe you were right about the Chargers. Uh, we were we we called this one kind of to a T. Yeah, it's it's kind of going to be the same story as last year for both of these teams. It seems like score quick, allow the other team to score quick. I one of my regrets for this today was not taking that over that. That was pretty dumb of me. I thought it was too easy, but Tua Tua is legitimately, if he can stay healthy, MVP candidate. It's a, especially if he has Tyreek Hill. It's just as simple as that. So it'll be interesting to see what he does next week against the Patriots. But I I will be watching this Dolphins team. I know everyone's going to pick Demar Hamlin for comeback player of the year, but if Tua does have an insane year like this, he could genuinely win comeback player of the year at twenty to one. Oh, sure. Yeah. And he just got it. He has to stay healthy, go down early, don't take any hits to the head. And and Tua is he he could very well lead the league in or not receiving yards, passing yards. We'll definitely talk about this game more. Rams win 30 to 13 against the Seahawks. Uh, Gene, no, no, no. I guess they wrote back. I guess they wrote back on Gino. Finally. <laughs> Uh, Eagles win 25-20 against the Patriots. Uh, gross game there. Field goal to death. And Packers <laughs> blow out the Bears 38-20. to What a, what a storyline there. And I kind of want to start there in the Packers-Bears game. Uh, Jordan Love looked phenomenal. Justin Fields looked exactly how we thought he would look. And the rest of the media world is just going to slide it under the rug that Justin Fields didn't look great. They were terrible. And the other thing is that nobody talked about all offseason with the Bears is that their defense was terrible, and they didn't answer any questions on defense this offseason, and they showed it again how bad they were today. That was their biggest question mark. It wasn't even as much as the offense last season. It was the defense. Both looked terrible today, but maybe the Packers are just a really good team. That's And that's the thing with week one. A lot of those questions we still don't have answers to because – Jordan Love goes out, goes out there, and he throws for 245 yards, three touchdowns, whatever. That could really just be a product of the Bears having a, a bad defense. So I'm going to lean towards Jordan Love actually being good. There are people saying on Twitter, Jordan Love is just a game manager. Uh, I, I'm not buying that. Three touchdowns is not a game manager. That's not a, that is not a Mac Jones stat line. So It'll be interesting to see moving forward. The Packers have the Patriots next week. Uh, the Bears have, I think, the Buccaneers. So that's going to be a poo-poo off, Bears and the Buccaneers. But, uh, yeah, Jordan Love looked good. I think we were right about that. And we have to stop giving Justin Fields this MVP talk because it's the second or third year we've done it now. And every year he disappoints. Every single year. He looks great scrambling and running the ball. Dude cannot pass. He just can't. No, he can't. He cannot pass. It, it, it's just it's easy to go against it too. And especially you can say the O-line is at fault too, but the 
when there's open receivers, you can't really blame the offensive line. You can only blame the offensive line so much. The thing about this game today was the Packers looked phenomenal today. I thought it was more so the Packers looked great than the Bears may have looked bad, honestly. I am very, very high on this Packers team. I know you try not to overreact week one, and it's easy when the Packers go against a bad Bears team. But Jordan Love, it wasn't necessarily that he was, you know, he won the game, whatever. The throws he were making were very good throws. They weren't just simple dump offs. Yes, a few of them were, but they were just confident throws. And this team now has doesn't have the headache of Aaron Rodgers. I'm all in on the Packers, and I know that's easy to say after week one, but give me Packers everything. And we touched on it briefly last week, but having the ability to learn behind a veteran quarterback, I think is something that is beneficial. Uh, and a lot of rookie quarterbacks just get drafted by bad teams that don't have a quarterback to begin with and are thrown in there. And I, I think being able to learn your first couple of years, because that's what Aaron Rodgers did under Favre. And everybody was calling for Rodgers, Rodgers, Rodgers once Favre was getting to the end of his career. So not not trying to give a history lesson, but I think that's that's good for love. One last thing. It is important to note that the Packers committed almost 100 yards in penalties and still won by as much as they did. So they were setting themselves back. They were walking Chicago down the field at times, and they were still able to beat them by 20 plus. I don't I don't like we're trying to figure out. I don't know if that says more about the Packers or if it says more about Chicago. Uh, but either way, the us as a team, me, you, Grant, whoever, we were right about something because we were both high on the Packers and low on the Bears. So, Yep, yep, we were all high on the Packers, so proud of us there. A little pat on the back for us there. Mm-hmm. Um, L- the Rams versus Seahawks. I think this has potential to be the biggest overreaction game of the week uh, because I don't want to totally write off the Seahawks, but what you saw today did not give you hope. And you also... I also don't want to buy too much into the Rams. It's weird. I don't know what to feel about this game. It's I'm take mentally in my brain. I'm taking some of the priors from last season into into account, and I'm I'm considering the fact that Seattle was playing for a playoff spot. So what we saw from Seattle last year was their their best football because they they were never tanking for picks. They were never out of the playoff race. Oh well, heck, they made the playoffs. Uh, we know that pass defense is bad. It was bad all last year. I'm not really sure what they did to improve it other than drafting. They drafted the Illinois cornerback, Witherspoon. That's really all I know. So the Rams, we know we did not get them 100% last year because Stafford gets injured. They're out of the playoff race. Cup and Stafford are out for almost the whole season. They had the Baker Mayfield experiment. So this this worries me about the Seahawks. It, and I, I'm not backed in any Seahawks futures. I think I took their win total under. But if you're someone, a Seahawks fan, have them to win the division, whatever it may be. It, I understand it's week one, but using the priors, I would be a little worried about where they're standing right now and how they're looking. Yeah, they are. I think they're going to end up being just an overs team. I think the Rams defense yeah. was fresh this week. I don't think that's sustainable all season. I think they're just they're just going to be in high scoring shootouts all season long. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. And it's but their offense today was so bad. I think you're right. Maybe the Rams were fresh, the defense was fresh, but it, yeah, that's something we'll have to keep our finger on the pulse of. Yeah, the Seahawks it worried me a little bit because they didn't get much offense going. I think they had less than 200 total yards, but kind of like you said, maybe the Rams defense just came out hot today and and we know how capable that Rams defense is. So it's very much a possibility. Just 
something we're going to have to monitor moving forward uh, that that Seahawks offense. Yeah, I think you're 100% right. Let's move on. Let's talk about the funnest game of the day. Dolphins Chargers. Dolphins win 36-34. That was just unbelievable. Whoever had the ball last was going to win that game. And I guess technically the Chargers had the ball last, but that was just unbelievable back and forth. Tyreek Hill, Justin Herbert. I mean, that's the kind of football I like. That's Pac-12 football right there. It's definitely aired out. And and we saw more of the same from last year, in my opinion, because that how that game went fits the personas of of both of these teams. The Dolphins air it out, don't really play much uh, pass defense, lose guys in coverage, and it's the same thing for the Chargers. And the only difference is the Chargers, on top of that, can't really defend the run, which is where I think they'll have their problems uh, down the road. But you're right, very fun game. And I think I mentioned it earlier, I, I am sad that I missed out on this over because it was really the easiest thing ever, and I just – I don't know what I was thinking. I, I really missed out there. Yeah, I was I'm very proud. I was on the over. I was on the Dolphins first half team total over. And then I also teased the Dolphins and the over as well. It was just a complete sweep all around. And also taking Tyreek Hill to score a touchdown anytime at plus odds is just the funnest, funnest bet in the world. I mean, it is awesome having your money on Tyreek Hill. He, he was making all kinds of catches, too. I mean, he he's going to make a serious case for Offensive Player of the Year if he keeps that up because he was obviously Tua's number one guy, like he has been before. But, man, he was just making plays. He was showing a little bit of attitude out there. It was just it was fun to watch him be a part of that game. Yes, it was. Uh, all right. Um, anything else really in that game? It was just a fun game. Like, I, it doesn't make me think less of either team. It doesn't make me think <laughs> – I mean, I maybe think more of the Dolphins a little bit, but I doesn't make me like really hate the Chargers. No, I was pretty low on the Chargers coming into the season, and I think I still I still hold pretty true to that. I, I just think that if they get up against a team that's going to be able to either stop them or go for them blow blow for blow, then then they're going to be in trouble. And there's a lot of t- I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that can do that. So I, I am interested to see how the Chargers season goes because I don't, I don't know. I just don't think they're going to be as good as, as what people think. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about two more games real quick and then uh, we'll, we'll do a little future stuff. Uh, Buccaneers Vikings real quick. I know you didn't get to catch much of the game. Uh, Buccaneers went 20 to 17. This was just the easiest read of the week where you're like, okay, something fishy's happening here. The Buccaneers are a terrible team, but the Vikings were the luckiest team in the world last year. This just feels like the Buccaneers could come in and win and spoil the party in Minnesota. Yeah, you're exactly right. That's I actually just submitted a look ahead pick and it was it's about the Vikings. And I said, you know, the Vikings last year were one of the luckiest teams. They won so many one possession games, had turnover luck. This is the first game where they haven't had that. So I don't know if this is going to be the Minnesota Vikings that we're going to get, but they, what they lost by three, they outgained Tampa Bay. They had, they dominated time of possession to Tampa Bay and they lost the turnover battle. So yeah, the Vikings lost. I was on the Buccaneers. I'm to be honest, I'm not really sure if it was the right side because of how many things went wrong for Minnesota. Uh, Obviously we'll take it, but yeah, very interesting case. I don't know if we're going to see some luck regression or or what's in store for Minnesota, but uh, I know we're not doing look-aheads yet, but I think a lot of people are going to be down on this Minnesota team for losing Tampa Bay when maybe they underperformed this week. 
Yeah, I think that is too. And I also think you play down to your competition. And week one's always weird. You know, Tampa Bay's fresh. Tampa Bay's not a good team. Like this happens. We'll talk about it at the at the at the after I recap this last game. But I want to talk about like who's in the best buy low spot. We'll talk about that right after. But let's mm. talk about this Bengals Browns game real quick. The Browns looked terrible, and the Bengals looked even more terrible. That's the only yeah. way to t- describe this game. Yeah. I so admittedly, uh, if I say something that's um doesn't make a whole lot of sense is because I didn't watch the game. I've been, I've been box score watching, but from what I can tell, it's I'm confident in the Bengals offense. I think they'll figure it out. They usually do. If they have issues, what I'm worried about is the run defense because the Cleveland Browns ran all over them. Oh, I think they had like, if I remember correctly, 200 plus rushing yards. You, You just can't let that happen in the NFL. So I understand that the Browns have Nick Chubb, one of the best running backs in the league, but that this is really the issue I see with the Bengals is not being able to stop the run moving forward. Offense, I think they'll figure it out. Run defense, got to clean it up got, because you're going to face teams like the Titans that can run the ball, and if you let them run the ball, I know good well we can't pass, so if you let us run the ball, we're going to score on you. So it, that's what I'm think, I think the Bengals need to figure that out. Offense will be fine. Yeah, I'm not this I'm not too worried about the Bengals after this. It looked horrific. I watched the entire game. I can't believe I gave it, it gave it its own screen, but this game was awful every which way. I feel gross about both teams after watching this, but I was actually kind of high on both teams coming into this year. Not a lot of my opinions going into this year changed too much. And mm-hmm. he, like I think the only one that really got uplifted a lot was the Packers because I just think the Packers looked fantastic. But most of these teams, it's kind of like what I expected coming into this week. Nothing like really shocked me, shocked me. I didn't think the Bengals would lose by 20 plus, but I'm not surprised they lost and didn't look great. Yeah, I, yeah, I hear that. I'm I'm not real worried about either of these teams. Um, I, I was pretty high on both of them as well, and I think I think they'll both figure it out. I would be more... I'm more worried about the Browns than I am the Bengals. The Bengals just have to fix that run defense. But the the offense they'll figure out. Yeah, 100%. Um couple one other thing I wanted to point out from this week and then we'll talk about stuff for next week and get out of here. Uh sorry about the technology issues. It's been a disaster on our end and I'm sorry this is audio only. The future ones will always be on video, always be on the YouTube, always be on video on Spotify. Uh, we'll make sure that happens from now on, but this has got to be audio only because it's been a disaster over here with the internet. Need to call, need to call Xfinity on my end. Um, <laughs> but the tech, Bill Simmons saying the Texans were going to win seven, eight games this season is absolutely ridiculous. This team stinks. I know the Ravens are good, but they stink. I'll be honest, didn't watch much of it, but based on the just based on the box score, they they kind of went toe to toe with the Ravens on the offensive side of the ball. The the yardage was a lot of the same. I I don't want to be high on the Texans, obviously, because we know who's playing quarterback for him. But his stat line didn't even really look that bad. He had two hundred plus passing yards, maybe one passing touchdown. It was n- it was not no 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 no. It was all field goals. They didn't get a touchdown today. Mm, okay. All right. That's that's worrisome. But it, yardage wise, time of possession wise, it looked like it was pretty equal. No, the Ravens didn't look good. I'm sa- for sure. 
but the Texans looked very bad in my eyes. I watched almost all of that game as well. Uh, that was also cut into red zone. I'd switch over a little bit on the phone, on the iPad. And then that was, it was you're maybe you are right. Maybe there were too many games on because I was having a lot of trouble keeping up, but I think that's just rust. I think that's rust. I think you need to get the fingers <laughs> clicking better. I think you need to be able to get the eyes moving a little bit quicker. I, I think week two, I'm going to be, I'm going to be dialed in, especially because the Panthers don't play until Monday night next week. <laughs> <laughs> what I think they need to do next year is do a preseason slate, just like a regular slate and put up all the games like on Sunday ticket. So that way we can get our preseason game. The players get preseason, but we don't get preseason. No, we have to just like, yeah, we need to be able to get all four screens on, put it at Sunday at one o'clock, just so we're getting used to things. They're like, boom, boom, boom. You do like one quarter of preseason and you're like, okay, my eyes are adjusted. Like we're good. Yeah. We're, we don't, we, we're good. We're ready for week one. But you know, like they say, week one of the NFL is just week four of preseason. It's not, you know, oh. week one doesn't matter too much. So my, my eyes are, you know, my eyes, my fingers, they're a little rusty today. Week two, get ready. I'm, I'm, we'll f- I'm the, the, the band is back together week two. We'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Looking ahead to next week, though, who is, the, I, like I alluded to earlier, what is, who is the biggest buy low spot right now? Whether it's a future, whether it's a bet on them early next week, who say, who's the, they look terrible this week. I like to bet on them next week because they're not actually this bad. I'm going Vikings all the way. I think that the the box score and the final score do not they're not congruent with each other. I don't think that they're similar. Uh, the Vikings got really unlucky. Three turnovers. So interceptions are, I consider, more of a skill turnover. You can force an interception. Uh, a, a poor judgment can cause an interception. But a fumble lost, it takes skill to lot dislodge the ball but the way that ball bounces there's no telling who it's going to so three turnovers for the vikings two of them were lost fumbles they outgained tampa bay they dominated time of possession uh so i'm going viking i actually have already placed vikings uh plus eight against the eagles because i also think that the Eagles score was not properly displayed based on how the game actually went you take away that pick six then the patriots win that game and I think every everybody's going to. I think some sharp guys are going to notice that with throughout the week, and it might get under a touchdown if if they bet on the Vikings. So I took the Vikings plus eight. That's my that's my look ahead early pick. Yeah, my buy low teams the Bengals. The Bengals aren't this bad. The Bengals aren't a twenty four to three loss team. Uh, yeah. Right now, I believe they're minus. Let me get this right. They're minus three against the Ravens right now. And people are going to say, oh, the Ravens won by 16 and the Browns lost by 21 to the Browns. How does how does this make sense? Uh, give me the Bengals in that one. I know it might even be a public pick. I know you're I know you're big on the Ravens, but them losing J.K. Dobbins is not and is, is not it is a big deal. Mark Andrews, if he's not back, that is a huge deal. And then also the Bengals will not be that bad again. The Bengals will not be that bad again. This team is good. The offense is great. They are going to be fine. Yes, the run game isn't ideal, but no J.K. Dobbins. That helps out the run game a ton. Uh, Carter, I hate to break it to you, but I've already placed Ravens plus three, too. Because that's the, mm. that's the one mm. thing that the Ravens, the Ravens did well. so bad today, though. But that's the one thing they did the well was run the ball. so what, bad today. The, but, okay. 
Okay, okay, you but 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 what is your favorite bet in this world, Dylan? Remind me, what is your favorite bet in this world? Derrick Henry rush yards versus the oh, Houston Texans. Who did true. the Ravens play today? You're right. I mean, that's fair, but the way the Houston Texans run defense looked and the way the Bengals run defense looked, they you you know, same team, different jerseys. That's what it looked like out there. Yeah, but they're going against Nick Chubb, who's one of the best rushers in the league, and who was the favorite to be the highest rushing yard, the okay, rushing right. yards leader in the league before this year. But the Texans, uh, the Ravens, have Justice Hill going against that Texas defense. Uh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. But let's add in away divisional dog. Yeah, I know. I know of one away divisional dog that won outright today. It's the Raiders, by the way. If we forgot, and who was that? <laughs> yeah I, I i i could get that um i yeah i think the Bengals are my buy low team they're not that bad don't don't overreact to the Bengals quite yet stay calm on the Bengals. don't don't go wild i know Bengals fans are probably very upset don't go crazy it was a bad weather game yeah. it was pissing rain just just calm down the the Bengals are not this bad I, to help your case, uh, Burrow also historically has played pretty poorly in openers. So I don't think this is a uh, – he missed the preseason with his injury. Last year he missed because the appendectomy. I, I'm with you. I would not freak out if I'm a Bengals fan. I have a Bengals Super Bowl future. Not worried one bit. Who's the team you should overreact to? That I should overreact to? The, oh. Yeah, so you let's say, for example, you're like – Oh, the Detroit Lions. I think they were great. I am way higher on them. Or the oh. Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, they lost. This is very worrisome. Who is the team that you should overreact to? Patriots. Patriots shocked me the way they were able to move the ball at the end of that game against the defense like the Eagles. Uh, and that's that is the one thing they had to fix. Mac Jones actually looked like a competent quarterback that co could go out and win a team games instead of just game managing. And if that is if Mac Jones and the Patriots offense gets to that point, then the Patriots are a, uh, a real contender in the AFC. So Patriots 100%, I'm buying in on their stock. Uh, I was impressed with how they ended that game today, even if they couldn't pull it out. Reminder, I've said it four times this show, Eagles don't do a pick six in the first quarter. The Patriots beat the reigning NFC champs. So uh, I am cautiously high on the Patriots right now. Okay, all right. I'm I'm not too high on the Patriots. I I I want to see one more week. I don't know mm -hmm. how to react. I was impressed. I will say I was impressed. I'm not going to overly overreact, you know. I'm overreacting on the Green Bay Packers. I know I mentioned it earlier, but give me all the Jordan Lovestock money can buy right now. I'm taking I want them to win the division. I want them every which way. That Packers team was legit today. And it wasn't just on the offensive side of the ball. The defensive side of the ball looked phenomenal. The Aaron Rodgers headache is out of Green Bay. They were just it was it was clicking. It was clicking. I know the Bears are bad. I know the Bears are bad. But the way they came in on the road and just handled business, they handled business, and it wasn't there was no funny business, none oh, of shit. that. I am very, very, very high on the Packers week one, and you should overreact to them in a positive way. Uh, it's important to note too that the Packers were missing uh, Watson. They probably I don't know if we would say wide receiver one, but I mean a key part to that offense. So I'm with you there. I think the Packers are going to be very good. Jordan Love looked great. Um, 
I don't know if it's a product of the defense they were playing or if they're actually that good, but I will side with you, uh, err on the side that the Packers are just that good this year. Uh, who's the team that you watch? This is the last question I have, and then we'll get out of here and we can do like a couple week early lines, or whatever. Who is the team that you watch today and you say you should worry about? Titans. I'm very worried about them. Uh, more of the same issues from last year. They can run the ball well. They defend against the run well, but they can't pass the ball and they can't defend the pass. So um, normally I don't want to overreact, but but when it's the same issue, th- that is concerning to me. So we scored, we had five field goals, no touchdowns. If we're not going to be able to score touchdowns, uh, then we're in trouble. It doesn't matter if you have DeAndre Hopkins or not. you got to have a quarterback that can get it to him. So worried about the Titans season, but – Hey, 16 games left. I want to put this out there. I want to put this out there. By what week is Tannehill benched? Oh, man. I would have to look at the schedule. Uh, I would say... I'll give him till double digits. I'll give him till 10 or we're out of playoff contention. Really? Yeah, I bet we keep him in there for a while. Levis isn't even on our... He's he's like on the IL... Um, or I, I guess it's IR. He's on the IR, so it'd just be Willis, and we saw how that went last year. So, week ten or out of playoff contention, I think is when we'll when we'll see him benched. I think he's benched before the bye week. When's their bye week? Week seven. Wow. So does that mean that he'll be facing the Panthers or not? It means he will not be facing the Panthers. The okay. Panther. They don't play the Panthers until uh, Thanksgiving. Oh wow. Okay. I yeah. think we might be seeing either Levis versus Young or Willis versus Young week uh, during the Panthers game. Maybe, maybe even Dalton versus <laughs> Dalton versus I'm, Willis. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping we get Levis Young. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that that would that. be an electric factory for the podcast. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we need here. Um, yeah, I, I think that's fair with the Titans. I wasn't impressed with them, obviously. I wasn't impressed with the Saints either. Just another gross game. It, it, it felt like it was just another week of preseason, just a little bit. Yeah. I think by week two or three, we start seeing things really go. We start seeing some really fun games like the Dolphins Chargers today. Um, the team I'm most worried about, the Carolina Panthers. I know we're picking our teams. It's easy because we watched their full games and we saw every bad thing that was happening. But the Carolina Panthers, it's it's there. It, it was bad. It was really bad. And I'm not concerned about Bryce Young as much. Yeah, he had a couple bad throws. Whatever. Rookie mistakes. First game. Deer in the headlights. Atlanta. What at, at, On the road divisional game. I get that. That's fine. The receivers could not create any separation today whenever you would see when see him when he was looking for receivers it was he was just having to force throws because nobody could get open because the receivers stink so bad and then eventually the offensive line wore down as the game went on and they got tired uh miles sanders fumbling jc horn can't stay healthy i'm i'm the panthers hype the panthers hype train has gotten to a grinding halt and the panic button is being hovered over before this Saints Monday night game. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know. A lot of season left. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got to stay positive. Quit being, a, quit being a Debbie Downer. But <laughs> it, I, I'm very worried about the Panthers. I, that's why I want to say I'm very worried about the Panthers. Um, last thing, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, week two early lines. Closing line value time. Vikings. Vikings plus eight. I already mentioned earlier, so I won't get too much into it. Uh, 
Commanders, Broncos, under 40. Broncos, I think, are more of the same. They couldn't score on the Raiders' defense. Uh, and they actually did a pretty good job of, of locking up Adams, and uh, they kept the Raiders to 17 points, which I think is pretty good. And then the Commanders, conversely, weren't able to capitalize on a, a pretty bad Cardinals defense, so I'm going to go under there. I think that will end up in the 30s by the time that it kicks off next Sunday. And those are the two big ones I have. If you want the rest, follow me on Action Network. Uh, real quick, I actually kind of like the Vikings plus eight. I think that yeah. ends up at six and a half. Yep, if we can get it before, I think eight or seven is good, and I think it, I think it will end up under seven. The one, the only one I have to look at spot, just take the Packers money line. Take the Packers money yes. line against the Falcons. I think this, I think this Packers defense can handle that run game, and they're going to force Desmond Ritter to throw the ball. And Green Bay's got awesome corners. And Desmond Ritter cannot throw the ball. And so I think this is going to be an awesome game by the Packers. I think they're going to dominate the Falcons in Atlanta. Give me the Packers money line every which way. Take it now. I think that ends up at two and a half. Yep, I agree. I, I'm on the Packers as well already. Awesome. Anything else before we get out of here? We're back. It feels great to be back. Yeah, we'll be back next. We'll be back next week, next Monday. Uh, hopefully, have Connor and Grant on if we can as well. Uh, and it'll all be on video. Disaster by the tech. Disaster technology pod. Disaster technology <laughs> pod. Uh, so audio only today. Apologize about that. We'll be on video from here on out on all the previews and uh, recaps. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Wilkerson A. Dillon, at Carter BA, at CarterCast on all social media. Follow the YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening. Uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Thank you so much. And uh, any the parlays are going to hit very, very soon. We, we need to deliver some to the people. And it is my promise to deliver some to the people. I need to bring a Mormon money line uh, parlay back. And I think I have it for next week. I think I have it for next week. Stay tuned. We'll be back Thursday morning. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. That episode will be out Thursday morning, and uh, we'll see you all then. Bye-bye.